We are pharmacists not drug dealers. Bye. Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Joseph Salvo Esquire, Lynn Michelle Clark, Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., Willie Gignard B.S., Brom Fisher Esquire, Joseph Webster M.D., Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander, Deborah Lynn Shepard, B.S., Kudjo Wilding, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisor. People in this video. Carol Bergman Associate Council Committee on Government Operations. Norman Clements Physician Dental Survey of America. Jails, Prisons, and Drugs. The panel discussed the question of crime and drugs in relation to young black men. Topics discussed included the amount of money spent on law enforcement versus crime prevention and does race influences the death penalty. Norman J. Clement, Aaron Howard, Lynn Michelle Clark, Rick Fertile demand the return of our DEA pharmacy control substance registrations immediately. Hearing held by the Congressional Black Caucus, Brain Trust, 30 years ago lead narrated by Ron Daniels, concerning the war on drugs which has always been about race. And young black males, black doctors, black pharmacists have always been the targets of some kind. This hearing held by Congressman John Conyers 30 years ago October 1, 1990. Click on to red links below and start watching. How the War on Drugs is Working 1990. More People. Hosting Organization. Congressional Black Caucus. Jails, Prisons, and Drugs. Related Video. See All on Drug Abuse African Americans. June 18, 1990 African American Issues Speakers Address the Topics of Homelessness, Poverty and Drugs at a Political Action Seminar for College Students. November 2, 1995 Drugs and Crime President Bill Clinton spoke to the Anadrug Coalitions about his plans to conduct a White House conference focusing. January 12, 1998 Drugs in State Prisons In a ceremony in the Oval Office, the Vice President talked about drug use and trafficking in prisons. General. February 14, 2000 Black on Black Crime The participants talked about the trends and consequences of crime in the black community. They talked about quality of review of previous article published in youarewithinthenorms.com. Matthew Falk. United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams and his brother, so why is Philip in prison and not in treatment? On April 25, 2018, at the Behavioral Health and Opioids Conference, held in Washington, D.C., the then United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams spoke of two personal tragedies. His brother Philip use of illicit drugs and is serving a 10-year sentence for drug addiction. See video below. United States Surgeon General speaks about his broth Philip. So why is Philip in prison? So why is Philip in prison? Because Philip belongs to the subordinate caste in America and similar to the targeted black-owned pharmacies he is low-hanging fruit and a quota has to be met. The DEA has fostered an overall attitude that there are treatments for some and prison for others. There are pill mills bad pharmacists and red flags to which we have a corresponding responsibility to say your prescription is illegitimate without first consulting the physician and there is a treatment for others. Through the process of creative deceptive prosecutions, the United States Department of Justice, DOJ, has sidestepped constitutional issues based on a lack of legal standing. The reality is there is no fix or cure for addiction and it is a lifelong treatment. According to the PBS Understanding the Opioid Epidemic if Philip were white he would more likely be receiving a lifetime of treatment. According to the National Institute on Health, NIH, fewer than 12% of people with addiction get help. See the below PBS series Understanding the Opioid Epidemic video from their series outline here treatment. Addiction treatment is for a lifetime. 
Understanding the Opioid Epidemic. The above documentary, Understanding the Opioid Epidemic points out that addiction is a chronic disease condition in the same manner as hypertension, diabetes, and is worthy of treatment. However, the DEA, DOJ, prosecutors, and judges, their premise of addiction are flawed. Addiction, dependency, on non-medical and medically prescribed opioids is lifelong treatment and the patient will relapse. In the case of Philip Adams, the system wrongly criminalize him, lock him up, these attitudes are unfortunately supported by the foundation of the courts. See video from public television station. When you are black and in America, you are already in jail. More importantly, addiction and dependency further applies to nearly all medications such as the dependency on high blood pressure medications, thyroid replacement, diabetic medications which are taken for chronic conditions to sustain life throughout. This evens extends to medications to treat psychosis such as Paxil, Zoloft, and anxiety medications such as those found in the benzodiazepine class, etc. Opioids epidemic no easy fix. According to the NIH, National Institute on Drug Abuse, Advancing Addictive Science. Like many other chronic diseases, substance use disorders can be treated. Medications are available to treat heroin use disorder while reducing drug cravings and withdrawal symptoms, thus improving the odds of achieving abstinence. There are now a variety of medications that can be tailored to a person's recovery needs while taking into account co-occurring health conditions. Medication combined with behavioral therapy is particularly effective, offering hope to individuals who suffer from substance use disorders and for those around them. 33. Philip must be released from prison. If United States Surgeon General's brother Philip is to be considered a human being and his infliction was determined as a disease then logically he must be released from prison and given lifelong treatment. The deserving treatment is similar to any other dominant caste person living in this country, citizen and non-citizen. Addiction to control race-based justification has become an unfortunate mindset within societal and criminal justice systems and supports black folk to understand jail. When you are black in America you are already in jail. Important tools to sustain ignorance. Let's say one wanted to keep control of any particular population and keeping them in a state of sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. This is a very easy thing to do particularly amongst urban planners. We see this in the layout of many towns in the US South and North, such as Detroit, and especially when visiting South Africa Soweto. The common urban designs of demarcation utilized to subjugate a targeted population are the use of industrial barriers such as railroad tracks, large highways, large industrial towers. Further, reduce exist and entrances points, limit education and health, maintain poorly furnished schools, and strategically flood these communities with non-medical narcotic derivatives while prohibiting treatment for addictions. Knowingly, these non-medical substances will precipitate crime which will lead to long-term prison sentences. In some sense, this has all happens under the supervision of the United States Drug Enforcement Agency and its involvement has been well documented. 1. Control the logistical distribution in neighborhoods flood their common city with liquor stores, flood their neighborhoods with heroin, and expose their children to crack cocaine. 2. Miseducation. 3. Redefine medical protocols and miseducate the populace. The role of heroin, what is it and what is its purpose? The United States opioid epidemic has been driven by too many white people, dominant caste, dying on the use of illicit non-medically manufacturing opioids derivative that is turned on them. One cannot ignore the social economic, racial component of this drug crisis and a key component of how it has been deployed in communities of color. 35. According to white opioids, 
Pharmaceutical Race and the War on Drugs that Wasn't Julie Netherland and Helena Hansen published online 2017 June 28. DOI 10.1057/biasoc.2015.46pincet. PMC 5501419 Zid, Nimes 752948 Mid, 28690668. In one of the only studies to explicitly look at how drug policy is used to carve out white spaces exempt from punitive more approaches, Lassiter, 2015, takes a historical look at the roots of the white opioid crisis of today. Looking back to marijuana policies of the 1970s, he states, exemptions created for white middle-class participants in the underground marketplace were not merely epiphenomenal but rather constitutive of the expansion of the carceral state, p. 127. The drug war operates because of a reciprocal relationship between the criminalization of blackness and the decriminalization of whiteness. The role of heroin, what they think is one thing what you do is another thing. Heroin in the United States is a unique design non-medical synthetic morphine derivative targeted to maintain a subordinate caste of subclass humans in a state of servitude. A substance designed to control the subordinate caste has gotten out into the dominant caste. This calls for different rules for addressing the opioid crisis, however, heroin is introduced in black, subordinate castes, and Hispanic neighborhoods and is the gateway drug to the prison industrial complex and plays a specific role in population control. Whereas abuse of prescription medication is the gateway to non-medical substances like heroin. 35. Heroin is simply morphine, which has been diacetylated. According to the American Addiction Center, heroin is perhaps the most notorious of the opiates. Highly addictive and synonymous with the so-called druggies on the street, it's a drug that is commonly abused and seldom understood. It's also used in the clinical setting where it's known as diamorphine, diacetylmorphine, or morphine diacetate, but it's mainly used as a last resort for end-stage pain. 34. Le City Cultural Village, Hauteng, South Africa. Logistical Distribution and Deployment. Heroin and Non-Medical Opioids, as the Substance of Choice in Population Control. Dan Baum, interviewed John Ehrlichman, April 2016, who served as President Richard M. Nixon's domestic policy advisor, Ehrlichman, explained, the purpose behind Nixon's war on drugs. The Richard M. Nixon campaign in 1968, and the Nixon White House after that, had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. Do you understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, but by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin, and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course, we did. Given the times of massive oversight of the FBI, the Nixon administration as a matter of convenience chose the new reconstituted DEA to supplant the role of the mission of Hoover's FBI. The federal B area of investigation was effectively used to undermine and destroy black people, arrest their leaders, and disrupt every form of their commerce. The DEA assumed the same historical mission as did the FBI. The importance of miseducation and maintaining ignorance. The miseducation of a targeted population plays an essential component in maintaining dominance. Moreover, despite the fact, we have overcome the dragon colonialism legacy of Jim Crow and apartheid in both the United States and South Africa, we continue to observe the residuals effects of these practices on children struggling academically. Hendrik Frensk Reward Prime Minister Union of South Africa among the laws which were drawn and enacted during Hendrik Verward's time as the Minister for Native Affairs were the Population Registration Act and the Group Areas Act in 1950, the Pass Laws Act of 1952, 
and the Reservation of Separate Amenities Act of 1953. Verward wrote the Bantu Education Act, which was to have a deleterious effect on the ability of black South Africans to be educated as Verward himself noted. That the purpose of the Bantu Education Act was to ensure that blacks would have only just enough education to work as unskilled laborers. 1. The Bantu Education Act. The Bantu Education Act ensured that black South Africans had only the barest minimum of education, thus entrenching the role of blacks in the apartheid economy as a cheap source of unskilled labor. In June 1954, Verward in a speech stated, The Bantu must be guided to serve his own community in all respects. There is no place for him in the European community above the level of certain forms of labor. Within his own community, however, all doors are open. 1. One black South African woman who worked as an anti-apartheid activist, Nomavanda Machine, in particular, criticized Verward for the Bantu Education Act of 1953, which caused generations of black South Africans to suffer an inferior education, saying, after white people had taken the land, after white people had impoverished us in South Africa, the only way out of our poverty was through education. And he came up with the idea of giving us an inferior education. 1. In the United States, we have experienced action nearly identical to Hendrik Frensk Verward's thinking in former Governor Rick Snyder in the state of Michigan, who directed the forced take of public schools in Detroit. Snyder further engineered one of the greatest tragedies in which deliberately and knowingly poisoned the water system in Flint, Michigan. Snyder's actions were both methodical and inhuman and lead to the deaths and destruction of an entire city of predominantly people of color. Snyder has been steadfast in saying, he did it for the good of the people and saving money. DEA redefines medical and pharmaceutical protocols. Eliminate the ability to treat pain by eliminating pharmacies and pharmacists by criminalizing the medications used to treat pain. For example, in every indictment U.S. Attorney General reforestation a medication like oxycodone is a dangerously addictive drug that causes death. They cleverly control the narrative by reclassifying the medication mechanism of action and understanding of its pharmacology by spinning criminality. Willfully and deliberately omitted from their narrative are the disease, the disease states, and the condition of the patient. For example, oxycodone is targeted by DEA, DOJ is a dangerous drug in fact we know as pharmacists all drug medications are dangerous, especially when taken beyond their therapeutic dose levels. If controlling death has been what the U.S. Attorney's Office has been looking then they would hard-press to explain the role of chemotherapy and long-term use of COX inhibitors, which causes the death of many persons, even when given therapeutic doses. Why a nations like China and other sovereignties are unlikely to assist. The United States Department of Justice has been turned into a private system of injustice to targeted black people, in particular, its leadership class and educated professionals. They introduced, promoted, and controlled through law enforcement, non-medical narcotic analgesic analogs, heroin, analogs of cocaine, crack, then arrested, convicted, and imprisoned all to suppress progressive thought and action. One should note this strategy is not new and was used effectively by England against China that led to the Boxer War, Yekin, for the same purpose, to suppress progressive thought and action. 5. Countries like China are very unlikely to give the United States any sort of sympathetic understanding as to the opioid epidemic we are suffering through. The opium wars and the Boxer Rebellion resulting in a near century of humiliation in which Western powers extracted a high concession on the Chinese people. Opium was imposed upon the population of China by these Westerners which undermined centuries of intellectual and progressive thought. So, when we as a nation complain about fentanyl derivatives from China arriving at our borders via U.S. mail then we must also think of the Chinese mindset that they are doing to us what we did onto them. Perhaps, 
One day we can reach a period of truth and reconciliation and attempt to move on as was done in South Africa. Addiction and drug dependency are medical public health issues not criminal issues we need to adhere to this Newth's practical sense on policies and for the war on drugs is over. Drug addiction is not a crime. United States Department of Justice and Drug Enforcement Administration Massive Fraud and Corruption Scheme and Special Prosecutor is needed in federal judges and U.S. attorneys must face prison time. Retired neonatologist Keith Kennerick M.D., Tampa, Florida points out they operate under think and feel rather than fact based on a foundation of science. The United States Justice Department, DOJ, has engaged in the largest prosecutorial fraud scheme perpetrated on the taxpayers of America. DOJ has been fully made aware that the treatment of Suboxone works and is supported by the NIH. Instead, they ignore science and have engaged in a campaign of science suppression and precipitated the opioid crisis in America. Most importantly they specifically targeted black people and people of color for forced removal and imprisonment and any persons who got in the way or dared challenge then was made example of and economically destroyed. They continue to perform their mission set out by their creator Richard Nixon some 40 years ago. As the Lord instructed Paul do not be afraid, go on speaking, do not be silent, for I am with you and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many in this city who are my people. Indiscriminate Raids The killing of Breonna Taylor reveals yet again how easy it is for the state to take a black life and how hard it is to hold the state accountable for its transgression. That is in part because the system is designed to make it nearly impossible for the state to transgress. Taylor was an innocent woman, sleeping in her own home, breaking no law. The state broke down her door and shot her dead, states Charles Blow writer New York Times, too. Mike Barnes took the law firm wrote an extensive brief called for a more sensible approach. Indiscriminate raids, searches, and investigations of healthcare professionals put patients' lives at risk, destroy professionals' livelihoods and careers, and create confusion, fear, and reluctance to prescribe among other healthcare professionals. This chilling effect undermines congressional efforts to expand the number of professionals who prescribe medications to treat pain. 7. Sharpeville Massacre, March 21, 1960 To ensure that professionals feel confident prescribing or dispensing medications to treat opioid use disorder and other conditions that may require treatment with controlled medications, complaints against licensed healthcare professionals, including pharmacists, should be investigated first by professional licensing boards, which are governed and staffed by professionals with health-specific expertise, rather than by law enforcement. Underscore John Ehrlichman, Nixon's domestic advisor, April 2016. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin, and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course, we did. Congress and state legislators should, therefore, amend federal and state laws to require law enforcement to obtain a referral from the appropriate state health profession licensing board before instituting, aiding in, or defending an investigation or criminal or civil action against a prescriber or dispenser of FDA-approved medications in which medical need or patient care, including the prescribing or dispensing of medications, is at issue. The DEA Suboxone Scam Rates Addiction and drug dependency are medical public health issues not criminal issues we need to adhere to this Newth's practical sense on policies and for the war on drugs is over. According to Larry Coates' Subutex versus Suboxone. The prescribing of Subutex and Suboxone as part of medication-assisted treatment, MAT, for opioid addiction lies at the heart of this case. Between December 2016 and March 2019, Oak Hill Hometown Pharmacy in West Virginia, Oak Hill, 
had filled about 2,000 prescriptions for Subutex. Both. Suboxone lifetime of treatment. Subutex and Suboxone can be employed in MAT treatment. They are different, however, and in a critical way. While both are buprenorphine products, Suboxone contains naloxone as well, which, as DEA's opposition brief states, is intended to block the euphoric high resulting from the injection of the drug by narcotic abusers, which makes it less susceptible to abuse. Subutex contains no such blocking element. That said, Subutex is recommended for pregnant women and for anyone allergic to naloxone. We are pharmacists not drug dealers. This minor exception, however, cannot explain a large number of prescriptions for Subutex by Oak Hill Pharmacy. This was the primary reason behind the issuance of the ISO. The very fact that the prescriptions were for Subutex, a widely abused controlled substance, according to the DEA brief, was the first cited red flag identified by DEA. United States Attorney Alan McGonigal, in fact, told the court you could say that the fact that it was Subutex was the primary triggering red flag. 7, 9, 14, 24. Suboxone has been deliberately misclassified by DEA to SNAR healthcare providers. HTTPS colon slash slash videopress.com slash embed slash DG3S8 at preload. Content equals metadata and HD equals 1. U.S. Attorney McGonigal knew the treatment protocol of Suboxone but chose to lie and falsify his warrant to target Oak Hill Pharmacy and IT's owner Martin Jew. In the case of Oak Hill Pharmacy, both the DEA and the United States Attorney Alan McGonigal, argument position sat upon a foundation of rubbish. Most importantly we see this pattern of distorting science in U.S. Attorney Alan McGonigal, John Beerbohr, Robert M. Duncan Jr., Luana Redcorn. Lying to judges and defrauding the American taxpayer must come with legal consequences, such as disbarment, DEA weakening medical protocols treatment and healthcare institutions. In this case, as the court put it, the DEA continually points to the 2,000 prescriptions, as suggesting abuse and diversion. However, more than a suspicion that these prescriptions indicate abuse and diversion that would rise to the level of a danger to public health and safety is required. Here's the key. T here must be evidence that the pharmacy was filling prescriptions that patients were abusing or diverting at the time the agency issued the ISO in August 2019. Proof of actual diversion or actual abuse is necessary, not simply suspicion based on subutex prescription numbers. With the absence of any evidence of actual diversion, the ISO was dissolved. Norman J. Clement, Aaron Howard, Lynn Michelle Clark, Rick Fertile demand the return of our DEA pharmacy control substance registrations immediately. While DEA's arguments did not ultimately prevail before the district court, it is important to understand that, despite strong support from the Trump administration and Congress for greater access and availability to treatment for substance use disorders, DEA maintains a rather aggressive enforcement philosophy regarding the prescribing and dispensing of single-entity buprenorphine products. This may be justified, as there is anecdotal evidence that these products are used for other than their intended purpose. Regardless, mere speculation or conjecture cannot be the basis for the issuance of an ISO, from Judge Goodwin's order. The Economic Lynching of Oak Hill Pharmacy of Oak Hill, West Virginia Black-Owned Pharmacy In West Virginia, a state hard hit by the overdose crisis, the DEA raided and temporarily revoked a dispensing license for the Oak Hill hometown pharmacy last year until a federal court intervened. The pharmacy dispenses buprenorphine, and a federal judge agreed that DEA's actions created barriers to life-saving addiction treatment in an area with few providers. Martin Ajoku, the pharmacy's manager, said the license suspension and legal costs nearly put the pharmacy out of business. 2, 3, 4, 15, 16. 
So why is Oak Hill Pharmacy still being prosecuted? Oak Hill Hometown Pharmacy, Oak Hill West Virginia owner Martin Joku in business 15 years, rated August 6, 2019 an imminent danger to the public health or safety. A judge dissolves ISO against West Virginia Pharmacy's suspicion of diversion not enough to support SUS1 Oak Hill Pharmacy dissolving ISO order. BHTTPS colon slash slash www.bugazetmail.com slash news slash legal underscore affairs slash rebuffing day a claim of an endangered judge lifts pharmacy suspension slash article underscore 989645F7856B56A38042863B74F6 C3C80.html. Despite prevailing on the federal district court the DEA pushes on against scientists, true medical experts to harass and prosecute Martin Jew owner of Oak Hill Pharmacy. Repeatedly the DEA has been found to have abused its authority. The agency has a history of human rights abuses, lavish payments to confidential informants, and surveillance of Americans with no suspected connection to illegal drug activities. 7, 9, 14, 15, 24. Oak Hill Pharmacy prevailed in federal district court. Oak Hill Hometown Pharmacy. Oak Hill Pharmacy, Oak Hill West Virginia. The saga Oak Hill Hometown Pharmacy is the sage of the black-owned pharmacy targeted for extinction. We are pharmacists not drug dealers. These black-owned pharmacies fall well within the foundation of the American system of caste, the origins of discontent, described by author Isabel Wilkerson, where their degraded station justifies their degradation, as they are consigned to the lowest, dirtiest jobs and thus were seen as lowly and dirty and everyone in the caste system absorbed the message of their degradation. 8. Many of these black-owned pharmacies have been in business for more than 10 years. In just the past six months at least seven or more black-owned pharmacies have been attacked and classified as public health threats and control substance registration suspended. See below order to show cause Oak Hill Hometown Pharmacy. Miscellaneous ISO Oak Hill 1 Oak Hill Pharmacy Show Cause. These black-owned pharmacists are not public health threats or imminent dangers yet had their certificate of registration suspended for ignoring red flag and filling narcotic analgesic medication and even medication prescribed for treatment of deepening your of narcotics analgesic medication only watch the very patient who was a red flag at the black-owned pharmacies get the same prescription from the prescriber using the same payment filled at a white-owned pharmacies and the DEA say nothing this is an amazing double standard. We have been able to document some of these black-owned pharmacies which have been targeted profiled. 2580383B4C5B448D8D64855DBDC9929BNARC scores. At cost pharmacy targeted as imminent danger to public safety. At cost pharmacy, featuring Myers, owner Aaron Howard and business 10 years, rated January 7, 2020 an imminent danger to the public health or safety. See below order to show cause at cost pharmacy featuring Myers, FL. Ah underscore 1072020 underscore Eric underscore Dea underscore DSA at cost pharmacy show cause. Gulf Med Pharmacy targeted as imminent danger to public safety. Gulf Med Pharmacy, Cape Coral, FL owner Ricardo Fertile in business 10 years, rated November 19, 2019, an imminent danger to the public health or safety. Norm 523901 Gulf Med Pharmacy show cause. DEA has concocted their fraudulent reality. How did we get here, is perhaps why science has been avoided. Most people who went to college observed quite early those who wanted to become lawyers were the same people who in general hated science and math. Students of math and sciences knew this to be the case. The writer Norman J. Clement, speaks of his times as an undergrad student at Florida A&M University. 
The science building was called Jones Hall, it was also the pharmacy school and nearly were all sciences such as biology, physic, organic chemistry, pharmacology, pharmacomedicinal chemistry were taught. Those of us who loved science were so thrilled to see Jones, we'd break dance and moonwalk to get into that building. Lysetti Cultural Village Houting, South Africa When science takes the stand. Those folks who hated science and math generally wanted to be lawyers. The problem with that has become once completing law school and getting barred they also rise to positions as administrative judges, district court judges, federal court judges, federal appeals court judges, where science oftentimes takes the stand. Where the adjudication of science, math, and medical issues call for an intrinsic understanding of these various medical disciplines. University of California Davis Law Professor Edward J. M. Winkreed points out these deficiencies of law in his book Science Takes the Stand, The Growing Misuse of Expert Testimony. 36. What is clearly observed in nearly all pharmacy DEA cases is how the courts eliminate all discussion of the disease state of the patient, even the practitioner's diagnosis which is based on blood chemistry results, radiograph, CBCT, MRI, X-ray. Dependency on phony testimony of non-qualified expert witnesses. Even so much as the practitioner progress reports have been eliminated, for the discussion of pill number counts, while patients nor physicians are disqualified by judges to give supporting testimony. 36. Conclusion. According to DPA, the Federal Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, has existed for more than 40 years, but little attention has been given to the role the agency has played in fueling mass incarceration, racial disparities, and other drug war problems. Congress has rarely scrutinized the agency, its actions, or its budget, instead deferring to DEA administrators on how best to deal with drug-related issues. For now you are within the You are within the norms.com, Winton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984. Norms. End notes. 1. https colon slash slash harpers.org slash archive slash 2016 slash 04 slash legalize it all slash. 2 https colon slash slash uairwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 09 slash 30 slash the United States Department of Justice United States Drug Enforcement Administration Great Fentanyl Misinformation Campaign During the COVID-19 Pandemic Congress Must Act Now to Defund the Dea Slash. Charles Blow, writer New York Times, such as how Ms. Brianna Taylor was murdered having been erroneously targeted in an illegal raid by law enforcement. These types of illegal targeting occur too frequently and have remained hidden from the public. Congressional oversight must expand to the illegal activities of the DEA, now. 3. https colon slash slash www.statnews.com slash 2019 slash 06 slash 28 slash stop persecuting doctors legitimately prescribing opioids chronic pain slash. 4. Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents, April 2020, page 47, pg, Wilkerson, IsabelVilkerson.com. A. Gretchen Soren and Rick Burns, African American, Driving While Black, rebroadcast November 26, 2020. Fundamental facts space and mobility from the very start have been unequally distributed in American life by race. XM 126, interview Laura Coates Esquire, discussing intersectionality. The Laura Coates Show XM 126 https colon slash slash videopress.com slash embed slash zyg7mv. Preload. Content equals metadata and HD equals 1. 5. Yeakin or Society of Righteous and Harmonious Fists, fought courageously against Westerners mainly British, foreigner, who use opium to impose their will upon the people and resources of China, 
resulting in what is paraphrased as a century of humiliation, which was overcome by Mao Zedong, Chou Enli, and many other heroes who sacrificed their lives to erase this foreign stain from their soil, 1948 and rebuild their great culture. 6. Brennan F., Carr D.B., Cousins M. Pain Management, A Fundamental Human Right. Annis Annals 2007 semicolon 105-205-21. References. Cited here. View full text, PubMed Cross, Ref. 7. Snyder C.A. An Open Letter to Physicians Who Have Patients with Chronic Non-Malignant Pain. J. Lawman Ethics 1994 22-204-5. References. Cited here. PubMed, Cross, Ref. 8. As we noted at the beginning of this article, to this day, the Justice Department and the FBI have continued the targeting of African-American elected officials which began under Hoover's reign and continued after his death. HTTPS colon slash slash www.thenation.com slash article slash archive slash just being black was enough get yourself spy J. Edgar Hoover's FBI. References African Americans, Hoover's largest targeted group, didn't have to be perceived as having liberal, or even radical or subversive, ideas to merit being spied on. Nor was it necessary for them to engage in violent behavior to become a watched person. Being black was enough. Wikipedia Justice Department-Jack Keeney. It is not unrelated, that the senior career official in the Justice Department's criminal division, who oversees the targeting and prosecution of public officials, is John Keeney a man who got his start working in the Justice Department's internal security division in 1951, working hand-in-glove with Hoover's FBI. Think of it, Keeney spent the 1930s first two, decades, of his career working side-by-side with J. Edgar Hoover. Hoover has been dead for almost 30 years, but Jack Keeney is still a top official in Justice Department headquarters. 9. Driving While Black Film Documentary PBS 2020, Gretchen Soren, PhD, Rick Burns, Interview Laura Coates Show, XM 126 Radio, Urban View, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 o'clock noon. 10. Video, The Black Pharmacist, Pronto Pharmacy, Low Hanging Fruit, Tampa, FL August 2020. HTTPS colon slash slash videopress.com slash embed slash b. Cleate wub? Preload. Content equals metadata and HD equals one low. Hanging fruit. 3. Coil in opioids, cancer pain, quality of life and quality of death, patient narratives, and a clinician's comments. In Meldrum ML, ed. Opioids and pain relief, a historical perspective. Seattle, IAS Press, 2003. 7. IMG underscore 0528 Lifelong Treatment PB Sing underscore 0572 Opioids No Fix No Cure. 8. HTTPS colon slash slash urwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 10 slash 04 slash the fraudulent work of Donald Sullivan PhD the Ohio State University College Pharmacy Professor of Ethics slash 11.https colon slash slash urwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 09 slash 13 slash exposing Joss criminal enterprise the Harlem wisdom table interviews Tyrone humble slash embed slash hash question mark secret equals rqs 0 z 5 t rap 12. https colon slash slash www.fox.com slash 2016 slash 3 slash 22 slash 11278760 slash war on drugs racism nixon 13. Drug Policy Alliance, it's time to dismantle the DEIPS colon slash slash www.drugpolicy.org slash day of 5. 
PQ5 Ju8 Uo Kwapu 8 MNTJG1 My Brother Philip, U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams. 14. HTTPS colon slash slash urwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 01 slash 05 slash Federal Judge Stops Daya Once Again in Oak Hill Pharmacy WV Ruling slash 15. HTTPS colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash watch. V equals GN. Mfshexo. 16. Miscellaneous ISO Oak Hill. Download. 17. HTTPS colon slash slash journal of association.org slash article slash long-term opioid treatment slash 2013-05. 18. HTTPS colon slash slash corporate dot walmart dot com slash media library slash document slash walmart v doj day a complaint slash underscore proxy document. It equals 00001755522 EB2A9FD7F69412000000. 19. CURL HTTPS colon slash slash www.ncb.nlm.nih.gov slash PMC slash articles slash PMC 5501419 slash hashtag R28 slash 20. HTTPS colon slash slash www.wlf.org slash WP content slash upload slash 2020 slash 11 slash WLF Amicus Brief Walmart v. DEA. PDF. 21. HTTPS colon slash slash www.wlf.org slash WP content slash upload slash 2020 slash 11 slash WLF Amicus Brief Walmart v. DEA. PDF. 22. HTTPS colon slash slash urwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 12 slash 06 slash recommended great candidates to head the United States Drug Enforcement Administration DIA under President-elect Joe Biden slash 23. Nibirun da Scoop to PhD, mile per hour, Leo Beletsky JD, mile per hour, and Daniel Sikaron MD. Mile per hour https colon slash slash ife.afapublications.org slash doi slash full slash 10.2105 slash ajph.2017.304187. 24. https colon slash slash kstex.com slash case slash oak hill hometown pharmacy v dylan, page 10. 25. lp3, network, page 15, 17, 18, 19, Ken Spittle, RPH, PharmD FSCP, FACA, Pharmacotherapeutic Expert in Pain Management, Hormone Therapy, Non-Sterile, and Sterile Compounding Retired Professor of Pharmacy at the University of Findlay served as a Surveyor and Accreditation Expert for ACHC slash CAB served as Multi-Term President of the National Home Infusions Association, NHIA, Branvold and Carvalho, 2014 World Health Organization, 2003 Pain Presentation underscore slide handout.pdf. Miguel de la Garza, MD, DABA, DAP board-certified physician who practices multidisciplinary interventional pain management in four offices in the Tampa Bay area performs interventional pain procedures, specializing in minimally invasive surgical decompression of herniated discs and spinal stenosis, implantable intrathecal pump, spinal cord stimulation, and peripheral nerve stimulation. Diplomat, American Board of Anesthesiology. Diplomat, American Board of Pain Medicine. 26.https colon slash slash urwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 03 slash 06 slash 824 how the DEA turns legal into illegal the story predatory prosecutions and the DEA court of the kangaroos part 2 slash embed slash hash question mark secret equals e cold. HK. 
Fife. 27. https colon slash slash you are within the norms.com slash 2020 slash 02 slash 11 slash drug enforcement agency day armed with badges guns and profound stupidity needs congressional reform or be disbanded slash. 28. Human Right Watch Magazine writes. HTTPS colon slash slash www.hrw.org slash report slash 2018 slash 01 slash 09 slash dark side slash secret origins evidence us criminal cases hash. 29. Johnson, Sandra H., J.D., Lamother Information. From the Tenet Endowed Chair in Health Law and Ethics, Center for Health Law Studies, Center for Healthcare Ethics, St. Louis University, St. Louis, Missouri. Address correspondence to Sandra H. Johnson, J.D., LLM, Tenant Endowed Chair in Health Law and Ethics, Center for Health Law Studies, Center for Healthcare Ethics, St. Louis University, 3700 Lindell Boulevard, St. Louis, Missouri 63108. Address email to johnsashitslu.edu. Anesthesia and Analgesia, July 2007, Volume 105, Issue 1, P5-7. DOI, 10.12131.0000268148.386888.e7.30. https colon slash slash uarewithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 06 slash 17 slash when privilege takes the stand Joss Judge Mark D. Dowd and his court of the kangaroo the Congress must defund the day a slash. 31 https colon slash slash www.wsj.com slash articles slash a case against Walmart mocks justice 11609103413 question mark mod equals search results underscore pos one and page equals one. 32. https colon slash slash www.wsj.com slash articles slash Walmart's opioid whipsaw 11604012110 question mark reflink equals share underscore mobile web share. 33. https colon slash slash www.drugabuse.gov slash publications slash research report slash heroin slash overview. 34. https colon slash slash www.rehabs.com slash blog slash a complete history of heroin slash. 35. https colon slash slash www.ncb.nlm.nih.gov slash pmc slash article slash pmc 5501419 slash hashtag r28 slash. 36. First published, November December 1986 https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1002 slash j. 2326 to 1951.1986.tbo2878.x citations, 5.